if I cough. No coughing, you heard? Welcome, 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 and good morning to Camden Fuego with uh, your brother, Big Egg, uh, a.k.a. Pastor Podcast. Um, another beautiful Sunday. Um, I thank God for a beautiful day this morning. Um, I thank God for my friends, for my family. I thank God for you guys who are tuning in. I thank God because um, the lady that I have next to me today, she is a woman on fire. She is a gift in the kingdom of heaven and in the kingdom on this earth. She she pronounces herself as at her feet ministries, at his feet ministries, but she is truly, truly a wonderful person. What you see is what you get. And with that being said, let me start off with prayer. Father God, we are here this morning, not for us, but for you, Lord, for your name to be uplifted, to encourage people, to guide people, and to let people know that God is still moving on this earth. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 And with, without further ado. Yes, hi. My name is Pastor Dawn Reyes, and I'm the founder of At His Feet Ministries, Asus Bies. And um, I'm just excited to be able to work for the expansion of the kingdom of God. Amen. There's nothing um, that is more fulfilling than to be doing the work of our Heavenly Father. Yeah, and and it's the funniest thing because when I first met her, she said, "Brother, you know you should you should partner with us." And I said, "Oh, I don't know, I don't know this this whole thing of me going out to another country and sleeping on the ground and on the rock, using a rock as a pillow. I, I don't understand all of that. But you know what? There's many many functions to the body of Christ. Amen. And what I can't do, this woman can definitely do it. We, I think we all, that there's a lot uh, that that is inside of us, that, you know, that God has put into us. And sometimes we don't even realize what those things are. Um, early on in my walk, I didn't realize um, that I was going to be called to missions. But for so many years, I was asking the Lord, you know, there's got to be more to them just going to church. But see, all those years of just going to church and, and working in different capacities inside the church, little did I know that God was preparing me, equipping me, and developing me for actually what my calling was going to be, even though I had no idea. And it wasn't until um, I got invited to go to my very first trip was Uruguay. Wow. And um, I, I, for whatever reason, it, we, we were going to minister at a woman's conference. It wasn't even like a missions trip. It was to go and minister. So you you wasn't searching for it. You had an idea that something was burning inside your heart, but you didn't know how to start things off. Actually, um what what was brewing or what was stirring in my spirit was, Lord, there's got to be more to this. 
there's got to be more. Um, you, the the sense of desiring let's, something more. Let, let, let's talk about that for a second. There's got to be more. There's got to be more. There's got to be more. There's got to be more to just going to church. Mm-hmm. There's got to be more to, because I believe some people, and I've heard that even in the church, well, I don't know, I'm feeling a little bored right now. You're feeling bored because God is calling you to more. Mm-hmm. There's more to suggest the walls and there's more to what you have see because what happens is what you have inside needs to expand because that's what God has called us to do. He says go all over the world and preach the gospel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now the world is kind of big. There's like about seven and a half billion people. It sure is. So it sure is. You know well you know what let me get it. if you want to call in the number is 856-225-9200. That's 856 856- 225-9200. But getting back to more. Because when God planted himself on the cross mm. and they put him in the tomb, all it took was three days. Mm. What It took three years for him and then three days, it takes us a lifetime. Yes. So now... <clears throat> Because for me, that would be that's a huge responsibility to say, well, I'm going to go preach not just in the corner, but all over the world. Yes. And sometimes I sit back and, and I say, me? Me? Like me? Like really? Doesn't it always really? start that way? Really? Yeah, it, it really, it really does. So I, you know, when I preparing for that Uruguay trip, I, I felt to take suitcases with supplies like. And it really wasn't a missions trip, but I just, I just wanted to take extra stuff to give. I, and and you know, I never got training. I never um, was around a mission, uh, a missionary, or or anything like that. But I felt to do that, so I, I packed extra suitcases and I took them with me to this trip to Uruguay. And we were going to um, to really just go and preach at a women's conference. Um, but then the trip actually shifted, and then we we went to a hospital where there were uh, uh, moms giving birth to babies, and some of the supplies that I took, we we gave them to, left them with the mothers, and and something just stirred inside of me, and it was just like a feeling I had never felt before in all the years that I was serving the Lord in church, and and it just it it just. <laughs> It was something that just, wow, oh my God, like I got excited, like it was, it was exciting and, and um, I wanted to continue to do it. And I came back from Uruguay and that same year I went to Costa Rica and then I took more supplies and, and, you know, we were in a very uh, area that was, you know, the poverty, it was, it was really bad and, and, um, and just to be able to serve and see um, the how the people reacted, you know, someone coming in and and bringing something to them, and 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 it wasn't that it was a whole lot, but they were just so grateful for the little, and whatever little they had, they wanted to give you, and um and it was just so powerful, and I'm like, Lord, what is this? And I haven't stopped traveling since. Since Uruguay. Wow. And how long ago was that? That was in 2011. Wow. 
2011. So what's so? Let's start out from the beginning. Like you, you put supplies, but what supplies were you taking? Clothing, deodorant, um, toothbrushes, um, shampoo, shampoo. Oh my God! For Costa Rica, I shipped two large boxes um, of clothing, toys, deodorant, and and it was just like. I was coming home and there was bags on my porch. People knew that I was going and they were just they were just leaving stuff on my porch. And these bags, I kid, I mean, these boxes were about this tall. I kid you not. Wow. And we literally I had to put one of my kids to literally sit to kind of press the stuff down again, <laughs> <laughs> to push it down. I mean, they were they were busting out of their seams and. And, and when I got there and it was just like shoes and children's clothes, women's clothing. And oh, my God, the, the looks on the, the people's face when when, you know, I prepared bags and I was able to put clothes and outfit and all kinds of stuff and have the people come to the church. They from the community it was like a it was one road in Costa Rica it was one road, the same road going in and the same road going out. And it was like a vicinity that was just like this big circle. And so all the people would come to the church to pick up a bag or whatever. And, and you know, just to be able to hug them and, and just tell them that the Lord loved them and that the Lord was thinking about them and that the Lord had them in mind. And um, it, it, it was just such a powerful experience. So you didn't go empty handed. No, I didn't. And then and, and that's the blessing. Like, um. You know, I, I, I question people when they want to do ministry and they have their hands open. Give me, give me, give me. But there's nothing that they bring. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, just like God gave his only son, mm -hmm. we have to actually. And it wasn't a lot. It's only a little. Right. But the fact that you showed compassion that you're showing love you know some people say oh that's just um i don't know a, a bag of rice no that's that's actually a symbol of love and when you give that's when you receive <clears throat> so let's talk about as you started giving how did you work uh the message of christ into the atmosphere um, actually, there's not a whole lot that you have to say because your actions actually speak louder than words. Mm. And, um, by, by just going, see, just going and showing up and a hug and, um, and handing somebody something that, that they don't have that, that speaks volumes. It, it really speaks volume, and it you know some people feel like well you know I'm 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 not I'm not a I don't think that you know that's for me or I don't I don't see myself operating in that capacity, but yet the Bible tell God God gives us instructions on what we're supposed to do, and He doesn't say for some but He says all you know for all, and. You know, maybe maybe you're not called to go to the nations, but but in your community, wherever you are, you know, 
you could still do missions. You know, missions is everywhere. Definitely. It's not just, oh, going going to foreign countries. Um, God has, uh, you know, blessed me um, with being able to do, you know, being able to travel internationally and and, lo- and do missions locally. Um, and for that, I'm grateful. But I, you know, I also um, like to think about my local community and how, how I could be a blessing to even the homeless people in, in our community. And so I will partner at His Feet Ministries, um, likes to partner up with other ministries. If, if I know somebody is blessing, you know, that there's a ministry, I don't know if I can um, share. You can, okay. whatever you want. Here. So in, in, in New Jersey, there's a ministry called Restoring Hearts and um, Hearts. Pastor Eric Leidick. Um, it's such a powerful ministry. Um, and I'd like to speak about him because I really believe in the work that he's doing actually in the city of Trenton, because I live in Trenton, but I come to um, Celestial Fire Church here in Camden, New Jersey. I love my church. I love my pastors, Myra and Israel Lugo. I will not trade my pastors for nothing or nobody else in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I just have to say that. I am truly blessed under their leadership and their covering. Yes, I do. Yes, you do, because you drive all the way from Trent over here. Uh, yes, I do. I do. Um, that's a whole nother story, but uh, <laughs> I really do um, because um, they've allowed me to fly. They've allowed me to be free in what God has led or put in my heart to do for ministry. And they're very supportive. So I thank God for my pastors. Um, but going back to Pastor Eric Leidick, Restoring Hearts Ministry, um, this this man had a wonderful job. He was a programmer. I mean, he was financially set and he let everything go Mm. to go full time to serve um, the the homeless community. And he goes around. It's so amazing that he knows them by name. He knows where they are. They know him. He knows all, you know, reminds them, hey, you know, you have to go to the doctors this week and you have to do this and you have to do that. And I just saw, you know, in such a passion, you know, a passion um, for the homeless community. And so at His Feet Ministry, whenever I get donations of deodorants or shampoo or anything, um, you know, the first person that I think about is him and, and being able to sow into that ministry for the work that he's doing. And so At His Feet Ministry um, not only serves internationally, but it also serves locally, um, different ministries that are working in the community um, to give hope, to, to really show the love of Christ, mm-hmm. you know, in, in our actions and in our words and, and what we do. And just, you know, taking a little bit of time to put aside um, to show the love of Christ and mm-hmm. what we do. So, um so you're from Trenton, and how how did this start? And because I know, you know, you, you brought it up and you you turned it into a ministry, but it must have started locally somehow in your community. So, um, I've been traveling and I've been doing missions since 2011, and um, I, happy place for me. 
I was fine with just doing missions and going here and there and whenever I could travel. Um, but you know, there's a place where you 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 encounter God. You um you, it's a person. It's your personal space. It's it's an it, your intimate place. And um, in my prayer closet, I would literally go to the feet of the Lord. I you know I would Amen. tell him I'm like Lord, even if I'm at your toe, just being at at your toe is enough for me. That that's enough. I don't gotta be on your lap. I don't gotta be at your knees. But just to be at the tip of your toe, just to to be able to be at that place is is enough for me. Mm-hmm. And so in 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 my hardships and my trials and 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 all the things that I adored, it was it was there. It was at his feet where I found answers, where I found love, where I found comfort, where I found embraced by Amen. him. It was at his feet. Amen. And so um, I went to a trip in the Dominican Republic and for a long time, you know, the name at his feet, it was in, it was in my spirit. And it was a struggle because I, I didn't, and you know, I'm, I'm very transparent. I, you know, I didn't want to be cliche. Like, you know, there's so many different ministries and I, and I bless all those ministries. Amen. But I was okay with just going and serving and I didn't need to start up a ministry. I didn't, you know, I was just, I'm like, Lord, I'm okay being behind the scenes and just doing and just doing this. Cause at the end of the day, that's all I cared about. I didn't care about having a ministry and, and all of that. Um, but at the Dominic Republic there, the Lord ministered to me and said, it's time. And wow. I've given you the name. He had to take me all the way to the Dominic Republic to speak to me about, about beginning at his feet ministry. And so in obedience to that was when I, um, you know, at his feet ministry became simply because because I was happy and content at that place. But he said, no, I've given you the name and now it's time. And that that's where um, at his feet ministry was was birthed, even though it was birthed in 2011 by me going and doing missions. But um, and then, you know, he gave me the, the in my mind, I saw the logo and. And all the things started evolving and developing, and um, and that's and that's how at his feet ministry started. And so I, I, through my testimony, you know, as a child, I went through rejection. I was also sexually abused. I went through a whole lot of hurts, um, and I remember I had to speak at a conference, and the title of that conference was "Family Hurts and Forgiveness." Wow. And, you know, like I said, I was serving in all different capacities inside the church, but there were still areas that God needed to deal with me. And and there were areas that I was afraid to talk about. I was afraid to share because I thought about what are people going to think about me? What are they going to say about me when I begin to share or if I share my story? So I'm in the I'm, I'm in the preparation of, of bringing forth this conference. And um, I started to study rejection. And when you talk about rejection, when you study rejection, 
Rejection has a whole lot of spirits that are attached to it. Definitely. And so it's in my face. And I'm saying, oh, okay, Lord. Nah, you know, I I don't think I could do this conference because I'm not going to be a hypocrite standing in front of all these women and 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 talk to them about something when I know I need you to deal with my issues that nobody knows about. But yeah, I'm going to sit and talk. I, uh-uh, Lord, I said, no. So you're then. ready You're ready to have a conference. Ready to have a conference, but I didn't want to do the conference because it was a struggle with me and God. And then the Lord says to me, well, you got to share your story. I said, what? I said, oh, no, I, I'm Lord. I can't share my story. No, we're not doing that. We And it was a struggle. It was a struggle. He says, you need to share your story. And I remember uh, uh, who, uh, obviously, who won the argument it was. It was the yeah, Lord. Definitely. So I begin to share my story. But I think I sobbed and cried more than anything as I'm sharing my story. And little did I know at that moment, um, Brother Edwin, when I began to open up and I began to reveal what transpired and what happened to me, I received my healing. And when I looked up and I saw all those mm. women in that room, <clears throat> yes. they were sobbing, they were crying, you know, they, they and God was just doing something so powerful in that room. And so from that point on, when I began to go to these countries, I began to not only serve in the capacity of giving supplies and, and sharing the gospel, but I set out a day to do a conference just for women to talk about family hurts and forgiveness. Family hurts. And so um, and so that's kind of like the beginning stage of at his feet ministry. So you're just you're not just bringing products. You're just you're not just um, preaching about Jesus, but you're also allowing people to heal. So your ministry is also a healing ministry. Amen. Yes, it it, it is. And and recently, um, you know, I, I you know that you know how the Holy Spirit begins to you know. You're Breaking you're developing. You're yes. you're developing yourself and you're growing in certain areas and you're and, and the Lord is showing you need, you know, other needs. And and so I began to, you know, also um I was like, well, you know, women are not you know, the only ones have who have gone through hurt and, and all and abuse and men as well, youth as well. And so at his feet ministry, um also um uh, began to do a conference. It started um, last year, God the Builder, God the Builder, where we wanted to be able to come and meet the needs of men. And um, and so at His Feet Ministry has expanded. And and so I'm like, okay, Lord. So now it's a it's a missions ministry. It's it's a it's a ministry that um, deals uh, with reaching the hurt, the the broken, the bitter. Um, and so I had to come back and I had to sit down and relook at the mission statement of at his feet ministry, because now things are changing a little. So, you know, as God is giving you, you have to adjust. And so, and then go into the nations and, and there, and so I began to think about that and I was like, well, you know, Lord, I'm like, it's great that we go to the nations and it's great that we take supplies and it's great that we share the gospel 
and for the moment and for the time that we're there, the people are are are, are they're excited, they have an expectation, they're 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 receiving healing, they're but then what happens when we leave? What happens to the people? That that used to happen a lot with a lot of uh, evangelists where they would come in, stir things up, and the hearts were ready, and then they would leave. And then everybody was left. And so that began to stir, it began to, you know, there was just something that was just in, in, in my heart. And it was like, God, it's just like you, you have met for us to reign over this earth, to have dominion, you know, yeah. and, 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 and not to be poverty stricken. But see, the enemy has come to steal what God established for man, you know, and, and man was the one that kind of, you know, was part of it, you know, because so many people say, well, how could God be a God that allows poverty to be, a, a, allow this and allow that to happen? But see, God gave man his free, the free will. And see, we don't realize, but we have assisted the enemy. Yes. We have assisted him. To be able to come in and 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 have access to things so, that he shouldn't have had access. So, so there we, was a door. There was a door that was open. That was open. Exactly. And so where I want to go with this is at his feet ministry is a ministry where not only do we want to go out and supply with needs and and share the gospel, but we want people to be. Um, impacted by the power of God, the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. But we also want to see transformation take place, not only in the spiritual, but, but in the physical. So Lord, what can we do to help these people get to a place of sustainability and their living, you know? So, and so right now um, we're, we're getting ready to go into the Philippines, Asia, and um, and in my heart is to go and share the gospel, and but I'm also looking at okay, what can I do in that area where now the people are their mindset is being um, they're they're being impacted by the power of God, but what can I do? How can we develop them to be able to become sustainable so that they come out of that poverty mindset and now we're seeing transformation take place in the land. Let's go deeper into that mindset because you've traveled all over the world. Why is it so important that people have the renewing of their mind? It's a constant renewing. What is it that you encounter when you go to these places? Because I know there's generational curses, but they're also is a mindset that they have that they were brought up that somebody put in their mind that they're less than or they can't reach or they want to reach. What is it that you do in your ministry to accomplish that, to change that? So um, I'm right now I'm, I'm, I'm developing and equipping myself in the area of spiritual mapping. And spiritual mapping is really studying studying the history 
of an, a specific area that God is sending us into. Oh, sister, you're going to have to go deeper than that. Come on. Because <laughs> so, I know if, you, if, you, if, if God gave it to you, if God gave it to you, you, you need to you need to tell us how it was developed, how what was you doing, and and all of a sudden, how did it click into so, your head? So, so what really um, is so much? I don't know if I have a lot. It, it's just so profound, um, uh, Edwin. Uh, what God is 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 what is in my spirit for doing the, the kingdom work, and it's taken back territories. Amen. See, we have to understand, you know, the Bible clearly says that our our fight is not against flesh, but against it's, it's spiritual. Powers, powers and so we know that there are specific principalities that are assigned to specific areas. So being able to take back the land. See, because what happens is these these principalities they're 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 over that region. And so because they're over that region, the land is cursed. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so to be able to really profoundly understand what principality, what that spirit is that is over that land, you got to study the history. You got to study the forefathers. Yes. You got to study, uh, are there, are there temples? Are there, are there shrines in this area? You know, so it's a profound study that you have to really go in. You have to really uh, develop yourself, prepare yourself, um, you know, before you can go go in and, and be able to. And, and it has to be an assignment from God. You can't just go in. So nobody could just go up in your No, 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 no. It, you, it, God, you have to receive the assignment from God. Amen. You know, and you have to know what you're doing and you have to really be able to hear the voice of God and, and God will 